0: You're listening to The Hoist on Sin, where we just spun Day by Day, one of the gorgeous singles off Kezma's upcoming debut album, Always Chasing Rainbows, which will be out in the world on May 12th. We're very lucky to be joined by Nathan, aka Kezma, on the show today, singer, songwriter, producer and multi-instrumentalist, the mind behind the music, here to chat about the album and his latest single, Is It You I Miss?, which dropped just last Friday. Nathan, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Very excited to chat to you and a big congrats on the release of Is It You I Miss, which we'll hear a little later on. You've very generously shared four other songs off the record already. Um, there's Is It Me or Is It Love, Change My Name, Day by Day and Out of Luck. So I wanted to know, is this the final single and how many more songs can we expect on the album?
1: Um, yes, this will be the final single. Um, and then there'll yeah be another single with the album release um, and another video and everything but I've kind of used stuff for all my juices. And the, yeah, and the other one's trying to trying to do a video for, for every song that I've put out is, um, whilst making the record is quite time-consuming. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to release the, the bigger body of work so everyone can hear how the songs flow into each other and um, I think everyone will be able to get, like, a broader um, idea of where inspiration comes from
0: yeah awesome yeah it is insane that you've released a music video for all of these singles so far and i can't wait to talk about those as well because they're so good um but yeah i wanted to kind of say thank you really because yesterday i was on my way to work and i was listening to the five songs that you have out so far it was like blue skies sun is shining and it just set my day up so well what's interesting is that the subject matter isn't necessarily super happy all the time like you've mentioned day by day was kind of a breakup song and as Change my name which is about letting down a friend um but the sounds themselves it's so bright and optimistic mm. I was kind of wondering was that like an intentional thing that you wanted to do
1: um I think it just comes from the inspiration that I like like the golden era of recording of early 70s styles recording and the, mm. and the chords that they use and the changes um and yeah I think that was just it was an amazing time for songwriting and Um, I think it kind of comes through because at the same time while I record on old equipment, I write the songs very traditionally as well. So I sit down at a piano or a guitar and I write the whole song Mm -hmm. and then I record each part the whole way through. So I think um, it used to be a lot different when I'd kind of record like a chorus and then I'd like change something and then I'd do a verse, um, which I still think is a great method of writing. But for this body of work, I really wanted to try and um, kind of give my best shot at, yeah, writing whole songs front to back, and playing them on the piano. And if they don't sound good on the piano, it's like I'm not gonna try record it because mm. if I can't get it to sound good just on that instrument as bare as it is, then no matter how many effects and like little knobs I tweak, it's not gonna make it any better. So I think I I realized that quite early on. Um, but to come back to your question, yeah, I think it just comes down to the sound choices that I like to use and the and the keys that I like to write in yeah, I think it kind of all reflects um, that era of um, songwriting. And most of it is quite, not like really up-tempo, but um, yeah, nothing's too too slow.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting to hear more about your process. And I suppose, cause that's one of the things I also read that you've talked about with this album is almost pairing it back, like the, the way that you create these songs as well. Um, And yeah, this entire record is self-produced. It's the first time you've self-produced, I believe. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I work with a collaborator and kind of like yogi teacher called (laughs) who I did my previous two EPs with. And then I was meant to do this record with him, but we went into lockdown like a year or two ago, whatever it was. Yeah. So I kind of had to, I didn't want to wait um, until next time I saw him. So I kind of had to just figure it out. And then I I was already like recording music at home, but I never did it. Um, I don't know, I think it's, when you're kind of starting out recording, it's nicer to have someone kind of oversee it, but then you can kind of get um, really comfortable in that and then not ever have the confidence to do everything yourself. You always think you have to get people in. So I think this was the first time I was kind of confident in myself to, um, to yeah, produce it front to back.
0: Yeah, amazing. And it was also like recorded and mixed at your own home studio, Dino Studios. So it's very cool to think that, I mean, other than maybe a couple of um, like drum bits here and there, Mm. it's 100% you pretty much that we're hearing in like every aspect, every level of these songs, which is just such a massive project. Um, And I'm sure you must have learned a lot in the process as well. How did you find that whole experience?
1: Um, Pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did it quite um ignorantly um i'd like this this was like maybe like two and a half years ago i'd kind of write maybe like one or two songs and then record them and then kind of sit on them for ages and then like redo them and then i'd write like another two and then i'd like finish one and then i'd send that and then be like yeah this is gonna be the next single and then i'd like write a couple more and then i was like oh i think i've got an album here where next time i'll definitely i've already like already started the next record like just writing whole songs like write like 20 songs and then pick 10 record um record them or like demo them then record them then mix them and then like it's done <laughs> so i think i kind of broke myself and i made it twice as long but i guess kind of getting um maybe a bit too excited on i mean I was, I was learning at the same time but getting too excited on like oh i got this idea for this song and then i like go into recording all for like that one song kind of thing mm. um, but at the same time, like you gotta learn from, you know, different methods and what works and what doesn't work. Um, but I think just like having the self-discipline to, it's much. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a whole lot easier to just like copy a, a first verse over and be like, oh, I'll write the second verse later. But then when you come to write the second verse, like six months later, it takes like a whole day because you're not in that headspace. So yeah, I, think I, I discipline myself like a lot in finishing a song front to back and then demoing it and then leaving it and then coming back to all the demos and then just being like this one's good this one isn't good so mm. pretty traumatic <laughs> <laughs> and I also like to play drums whilst making the record so I had my friend Maddie, if it was too hard I'd be like Pat, come over and help me with this but then again there was a few times when he couldn't come over and I was like I need to do this so I just have to figure it out but um but, yeah, it's my hobby at the same time, so it's, like, I love it. But at the same time, it's, yeah, I, I did kind of break myself a few times just with I'd see of cables, and then I'd buy equipment, <laughs> figure out how to plug that in, and then I'd watch tutorials, so it's just, like...
0: Damn. And here you are be, on the other side, though, like the rainbow after the storm, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be a lot quicker going into a studio with an engineer that knows where everything goes and... yeah. But I think at the at the end of the day, everything I do is impractical, and I don't know why I do it that way. But it's just the way I like doing it. So.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I read that you said um when making music, you often choose the hard or impractical way, which is yeah, like. I mean,
1: <laughs> always recording on like an old tape machine. If you mess up on the last four bars, you have to rewind the whole song, basically. Yeah. So it's um where with technology, when recording on computers, you can just, I mean, you can punch in and play that last bit, but yeah. Um, a lot of the times with like drums or something, cause I'm doing them by myself. I have to like set all the levels, run back. And then if I, you know, mess up the last beat, it's like I have to do the whole thing again. So,
0: so why did you do this to yourself? When did you decide that tape machines was the way to go?
1: <laughs> I think it's just like, it's having a second person in the studio kind of be like, you can, um, like to get it right the whole way, you know what I mean? Not be mm. me lazy, be like, oh, I'll just I'll loop at that section or blah, blah, blah. And also at the same time, it's the sound that that I like recording on and um, I don't know, I just don't like looking at a computer much. It doesn't make me that inspired anymore of like moving things around and I'd rather like turn knobs and like pull up faders and, um, you know, like clean the heads of the tape machine with like 99% like alcohol and stuff like uh, Mm. it's like it's a hobby at the same time um yeah I think it all ties into the sound and also just like the aspect of um, writing
0: yeah it is a very organic way to record and I I think you can hear that in the music definitely which is such a cool kind of aspect of it as well I'm sure a lot of songs maybe went through a bit of a transformation in the process um what was the longest song to finish on this record and which one just came together like very quickly?
1: Um, The songs at the start like day by day was written like maybe three and a half years ago. Um, Yeah. Out of Luck took a long time. Um, Yeah. I think they all kind of took their time, but like, is it you I miss was the most kind of recent song that I did. And that was like the recording process was quick, but the, the changes of like different type of demos would take a while Mm. Um, because it was just, yeah, it was just recorded over a long period of time. It does kind of tip him to different influences. Um, but day by day it probably went through like maybe four, like full finished versions. Um, well, I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and yeah, but I'll do it differently next time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, really proud of it and when i listen to it i i think it's that kind of thing of when you do do everything yourself it's kind of like whatever you touch will just have your um your like taste on it no matter what kind of yeah i guess genre or like style it is it's like mm. if you're playing all the instruments there's stuff that you do naturally that you can't like not do
0: yeah worth it like everything that day by day went through it's got such a cool um almost like George Bensony 70s disco thing going on which i really dig but yeah also as well as like i suppose the sonic aesthetic that we've been talking about there's this other aspect of this whole project which is the visual aesthetic right and that is also so strong and so defined um and it really plays into the retro thing that you have going on with the songs themselves and with you know choosing to do things like recording with the tape um Was that very important to you to kind of translate the world of this project into the visuals?
1: Yeah, I almost, I feel like I kind of after I've done it that way, I mean, even with previous EPs and everything, I've tried to do at least some sort of video with everything. I think it's just like a plain and simple kind of boring answer. I think it's just harder to work a song without a visual um, element to it. Like, yeah, I couldn't, unless like, you know, I did a record and I put out like, three songs and like three videos and then put out like another song, it would have feels bad, but yeah, kind of trying to do like singles without videos just in today's world. everyone like, looking at their phones, I just think it's just, it's so difficult. Um, so yeah, I just kind of came up with like different creative ways to kind of like use up budgets and I like to get the most out of a budget really. Um, so there's kind of like some more like professional videos, but then there's also like some um, more kind of like home videos, but I think, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just like what what works well with, um, you know, with song. And it's like, I don't know how many people are actually watching full music videos anymore. So it is kind of, it's tricky in that sense of you do, I think every artist wants to have like a whole line of videos that tie into each other and they've got these like really intense storylines. But I think at the end of the day, most of the viewers just want to watch something that represents the music So
0: mm, kind of... Yeah.
1: An inspiring answer, I think. Um that's kind of just yeah. like, the world that we live in it's, everything is um content driven. Yeah. But then yeah, you know, you can you know, find ways of making content that's just not like a bad
0: <laughs> mm. yeah, I mean you definitely have captured the essence of the music. Um mm-hmm. and it's fun to have that that visual side of the project as well and to have it all like kind of tie in together so nicely. But if we're talking about, I mean, translating, I suppose, these songs into different mediums, because you do, you are pretty much playing every part, as we discussed, um, in the recordings, when you're preparing for live shows, which I expect, hopefully there'll be some when the album drops, um, that must be a whole process as well.
1: Um, no, that's actually the easiest <laughs> process. because. Oh, really? All my friends are, like, great musicians, so I just send them the song like a week before and then they rock up and then they like play it so much better than I do. So, <laughs>
0: they're all, wow. Amazing.
1: <laughs> they're professionals at their instruments. And I guess I'm just, um, I can play a lot of things, but just at a very basic level, I guess. But, um, yeah, so that part is actually like a whole lot of fun because I don't try and completely recreate the song because I think if someone's heard it on a record, they've heard it that way. So I don't want to put, you yeah. know, like, um, you know, computers behind it and have the actual samples of the songs in there because, um, yeah, I'd rather people come away with like a slightly different experience of a song. Um, mm. So, yeah, I love doing that and then playing like different parts of songs, but maybe like with a different lead instrument or something, or like playing one of the songs, but it's like completely instrumental and like a keyboard's like playing the melodic, um, like a like- or something. Or something and people like, oh, that's that's a. So I thing they always trying kind of can't create creative It's but uh, yeah, yeah my all my friends. Friend. Proper, Proper professionals, professional. so that it's
0: fine. Very cool. Shows kind of get to be their own entity as well and the song can yeah, have the the space to become something a little bit different. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Um we are gonna play Is It You I Miss, the latest single off the album, which I'm very excited to hear the rest of it. That will be out again on May 12th, if you missed that earlier. But just want to thank you so much for joining me today on The Hoist. It's been such a pleasure talking to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Great questions. Thanks.
0: <laughs> All right. So the song, Is It You I Missed, do you have any words on this piece before we listen to it?
1: Yeah, this was a song kind of written like midway um, in between in between kind of like recording and writing the album. Um, I guess, again, it's kind of like a sappy love, love song. Love song. Um, but yeah, I wanted to have kind of like quite a slick, um, like Americana kind of production on it. And then I thought it was only fitting to, to actually go to LA to shoot the music video at the same time. So.
0: Because <laughs> um, why not?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's definitely one of my favourite kind of overall sounds for, for the record. And I like to kind of always try and leave the um, the listener to interpret what the um, what the meaning is. So yeah, I yeah, I love I love that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so do I and so do we at Sin. And I'm sure you all listening will love it too. So let's have a spin. You're tuned into the hoist, and this is Kesmar with Is It You I Miss.